Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of the neither world shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. From that time on, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer greatly from the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and on the third day be raised. Then Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. He turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, who do people say that the Son of Man is? For me, this is the most important question every human being should answer. Jesus wants us to know him. Why? In John 17, 3, to know Jesus, to truly know Jesus is salvation. Jesus declared, this is eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. To know Jesus Christ, the only true God, to know the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent, this is eternal life. And that is why Jesus came. To know Jesus, that is the most important thing, every human being. After all, what is the purpose of life on earth? If at the end of it all, we are not saved eternal life to know Jesus. So that is the most important question we all must seek to know the answer to. 
So Jesus goes on. He says, who do people say that the Son of Man is? He was so concerned about the fact that he came to save the world. So he wanted to be sure whether the people of the world really know him. Because if they truly know him, it means they are saved. So they said, some say Elijah, others say Jeremiah, others say one of the, I mean, goes on, one of the prophets. And so he narrows down enough of what people say, enough of what other people's opinions are. But you yourselves, who do you say I am? Who do you say I am? Do you truly know me? Friends, knowledge of Jesus is crucial. In the book of Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah chapter 9, Jeremiah, 29, Jeremiah 9 verse 23, the Lord says, wise men should not boast of their wisdom. Strong men should not boast of their strength, nor rich men of their wealth. If anyone wants to boast, he should boast that he knows and understands me. And I do what is just and right, and that my love is constant. These are the things that please me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Did you hear that? Rich men should not boast of their wealth. Strong men should not boast of their strength. Wise men should not boast of their wisdom. If anyone wants to boast, boast he or she should boast about the fact that he or she knows the Lord. Because that is what pleases him. So knowledge of Jesus Christ is crucial. I will repeat again, it is not for nothing that mass is celebrated in the church every day. Except on Good Fridays. But even on that day, throughout the year, even on that day, the word of God is read and proclaimed to us. So that through the word of God, we will get to know Christ. St. Jerome puts it nicely when he says, ignorance of the scriptures is ignorance of Christ. If we are ignorant of the scriptures, we are ignorant of Christ. Because John 1, 1 to 3 makes it very clear. Jesus and his word are one. God loves us so much, he has inspired the church to give us that opportunity to know Christ, who is the living word. The word of God is alive and active. Jesus is alive. And so knowledge of Jesus, that question, who do people say that I am? Who is Jesus to you? How do you know Jesus? Who is Jesus to you? So Jeremiah is very clear. He spoke to Jeremiah. Wise men should not boast of their wisdom. Strong men should not boast of their strength. If anyone, and nor rich men of their wealth, if anyone wants to boast at all, he or she should boast that he knows and understands me. Because my love is constant, and I do what is just and right. This is what pleases me, says the Lord. No matter our achievement, if we don't know the Lord, it is useless. No matter what, no matter our strength, if we don't know the Lord, it is useless. My friend here, Chris, told me about a um, CrossFit tournament going on right now. The most, you can say the fittest of men, the strongest of men in the whole world are taking part in that contest. And I hear there is somebody from Redmond here who is taking part. But the question is, do they know the Lord with all their strength, with all their fitness? Do they know the Lord? That is crucial. St. Paul puts it very well also in Philippians chapter 3. Listen, verse 3, Philippians 3 from verse 4. 
So Paul says, I could, of course, put my trust in things. If anyone thinks he can trust in external ceremonies, I have even more reason to feel that way. I was circumcised when I was a week old. I am an Israelite by birth of the tribe of Benjamin, a pure-blooded Hebrew. As for keeping the law, as far as keeping the Jewish law is concerned, I was a Pharisee, and I was so zealous that I persecuted the church. As far as a person can be righteous by obeying the commands of the law, I was without fault. Can you imagine that? But all those things that I might count as profit, I now reckon them as loss for Christ's sake. Not only those terms, I, I reckon everything as complete nonsense for the sake of what is so much more valuable. And what is that? The knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. He goes on, I consider all this as mere refuse. For his sake, I have thrown everything away so that I may gain Christ and be completely united with him. I no longer have a righteousness of my own, the kind that is gained by obeying the law. I now have the righteousness that is given through faith in Christ Jesus, the righteousness that comes from God and is based on faith. And he says, verse 10, all I want is to know Christ and to experience the power of his resurrection to share in his sufferings and become like him in his death, in the hope that my, I myself will be raised from the death to eternal life. St. Paul says he counts everything. He desires only one thing, that I may know Christ, that I may be saved, in other words, that I may know Christ. And that is why Jesus came. He came that we may have life, that we may see him as he is and know him, that as we see him, we will know him. And he says, come to me in the Eucharist. Come and know me in the Eucharist. Come and know me in my word. Come to me. Come to me in prayer and know me. When we make that, you see, you cannot know somebody unless you get familiar with the person. You have to draw closer to the person. You have to, be, you have to love the person. You like to be in the presence of the person. That is how we have to know. That's one, that's, these are the ways we can know Jesus. So Jesus says, he goes on, and Peter said, declared, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus says, it is not flesh and blood, but my father who has revealed this to you. Friends, there are some things about Jesus Christ, about God, no one can show them to us except the Holy Spirit. He says, no human being has shown you this. I don't know how long it took for Peter to come up with that, quest, uh, that answer, that response. But Jesus asked, possibly Peter reflected quietly and the Lord laid it, the Lord revealed it to him. Friends, there is one thing we must all become more conscious about and that is the Holy Spirit. There is one person, the Holy Spirit. Some, some Christians don't want to hear about the Holy Spirit. But friends, without the Holy Spirit, the Christian life is not possible. Without the Holy Spirit, the Christian life is not possible. Not that it is, it is going to be difficult. It is not even going to be possible without the Holy Spirit. And that is precisely why Jesus says, allow me go. It is, for my, it is for your advantage. It is to your advantage that I go. If I don't go, the helper will not come. 
The Holy Spirit is the one who reveals the truth about God to us. John chapter 14, from verse, from verse 14 to 21. It is the Holy Spirit who reveals God to us. So it was the Holy Spirit who revealed Jesus to Peter. And this is crucial. And that is why, even in the first reading, God says, my desire is that you know me. Everyone gets to know me. And that is why I'm going to put my law in your hearts. I'm going to write my law on your heart or in your heart. I'll put my law in your heart so that everyone will get to know me. God desires everyone to be saved. And in the responsorial psalm, we heard it very clearly. David declared, Psalm 51, he said, cast me not away from your presence. Why? When I'm in your presence, I see you. When you are in the presence of somebody, you will get to know the person. Cast me not away from your presence. In other words, I want to know you and be saved. And he goes on to say, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. And take not your Holy Spirit from me. Why? Because the Holy Spirit is the one who revealed God to him. So our relationship with the Holy Spirit is crucial. We have to be serious with our relationship with the Holy Spirit. And friends, the Holy Spirit is real. He is a person. He is the person. In John 14, from verse 14 to 21, Jesus makes it very clear. It is the Holy Spirit who will reveal the truth about God to you. The Holy Spirit, he will reveal the truth about God to you. It means there is falsehood also about God. False teachings. And many people are destroyed. Many people are being led astray because of false teachings. False ideas. But the Holy Spirit is the one who will reveal the truth to you. Let's take it. In John chapter 14, Jesus says, If you love me, you will obey my commandments. I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper who will stay with you forever. He is the Holy Spirit who reveals the truth about God. And it's interesting in John chapter 4, verse 22, Jesus told the Samaritan woman, You uh, Samaritans, you don't really know the one you worship, but we Jews know the one we worship. Sometimes we don't know the God we worship. But it is crucial for us to know who we worship. Friends, if we know Jesus, if the Holy Spirit reveals who Jesus is to us, our attitude towards church, our attitude towards mass, our attitude towards adoration, our attitude towards the sacraments, our attitude towards everything will change. May God enlighten us. No wonder St. Paul prayed that prayer in Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 17 in particular to 20. St. Paul prayed. And that is crucial for all of us. That God will open the minds of our understanding to see how deep and how wide and how true God is and how his love is so real. Friends, Jesus goes on to say, the world cannot receive the Holy Spirit because it cannot see him or know him. But you know him because he remains with you and is in you. And by virtue of your baptism and confirmation, you have the Holy Spirit in you. But we keep ignoring him. He speaks to us. He wants to guide us. Friends, let us develop our relationship with the Holy Spirit. It's interesting. Go, it goes on. When I go, I will not let you be remain orphans. I will come back to you. Let's jump to 21. He says, whoever accepts my commandments and obeys them is the one who loves me. My father will love whoever loves me. And I too will love him and reveal myself to him. To truly know Jesus is by revelation. We cannot know Jesus on our own strength. It takes revelation. 
And for us to get revelation, we must make time to spend, to, we must spend time on the word of God. Have your quiet time, daily prayer, daily meditation on the scriptures. And as you do that, God will reveal himself to you. The Holy Spirit will reveal the truth about God to you. Jeremiah says, no, Isaiah says, Hosea says, Hosea 4, 6, the people of God are destroyed because they don't know God. My people are being destroyed because they don't know me. Knowledge of me protects you. The devil cannot hurt you. No demon can hurt you when you know Christ. People are destroyed not because, they, not, not because of the devil, but because of ignorance. Ignorance of who? Ignorance of Jesus Christ. Ignorance of the word. Ignorance in all its forms is dangerous. We should not tolerate ignorance, especially ignorance of God. We should not tolerate it in any way. Ignorance is equal to darkness. And Jesus says, I am the light. In John 8, he says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And he says, I am the truth. And your word, he says, and thy word is truth. The word of God is truth also. So if we know the word of God, we will know Jesus, St. Jerome, and we'll get to know Jesus, we will be saved. And if we know Jesus, nothing can destroy us. Friends, we are a blessed people. And we have every access in Christ Jesus to our blessing. We are protected in Christ. We are saved in Christ. We are blessed in Christ. And it's interesting, Jesus declared, after, uh, after Peter declared, gave the revelation, you are the Christ. What did Jesus say? Peter, you are blessed. Blessed are you, Simon Peter. <clears throat> Why? Because flesh and, uh, and bre- uh, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. It is my Father who has revealed this to you. What does that tell us? It means when we yearn to know Jesus or when we get a revelation of Jesus, we are blessed. Jesus pronounced a blessing on Peter because he got the revelation of who Jesus truly is. When we have a true knowledge of Jesus, it's a blessing. When we have a true knowledge of Jesus, it is a blessing. And there is also a false knowledge of Jesus. And only the light of God, the word of God, can dispel the darkness. Let us yearn for the undiluted word of God. Have your quiet time daily. Meditate on the word of God. Come to the Eucharist. Jesus is fully present. He will reveal himself to us. He says, I will reveal myself to you. Friends, it's normal. You don't reveal your secrets to somebody you don't trust. Somebody you are not used to. Somebody you don't know. You will not reveal your secrets to the person. God will not reveal himself to us if we take him casual. God will not reveal himself to us if we are not serious with him. In life, you only reveal your secret to somebody you trust. That is what David will say. The secrets of the Lord are with those who fear him and love him. If we want to know the truth about Jesus, the secrets of the Lord, we must make time to sit at his feet every day. Make time to sit at the feet of Jesus. And we must be humble always and remain in Christ because towards the latter end, Peter almost went astray. We must be humble before the Lord, be humble before the church, be humble is very important. Boast of nothing but our knowledge of Jesus Christ. 
may God open our eyes and enlighten our minds to fall in love with Jesus. Because when we are truly in love with him, we will sit at his feet to pray. We will sit at his feet to meditate on the word of God. We will go for adoration. We will sit before Jesus in the blessed sacrament. And as we do these things, he will reveal himself to us. In the opening prayer, it was very clear. The desire of God is that we all come to know him and be saved. May God grant us an ever, an unending desire, an, an, an unending quest to know him, to love him, and to serve him. And friends, if we know Jesus, we cannot keep quiet. We'll go and tell everybody. When you love somebody, you always want to talk about a person. Let us go out there and talk about Jesus and share him. That is the cry of God. That is the desire of God. That we know him. That everyone comes to know him. We pray for this grace in this mass. That day in and out, we will yearn to know Jesus. May we rise and pray to the Lord to reveal himself to us as we pray. God bless you. Amen. Let us bring our concerns for our neighbors and ourselves to our powerful and loving God. For our church leaders, may they boldly proclaim the truth of the gospel in word and in deed, we pray to the Lord. Lord hear our prayer. For civic leaders, 